Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> Coming up after this. Broadcasting. Do you hear that? An oasis of uninterrupted audio. A space to make your own. What will you say to millions of listeners? Give your message room to be heard with podcast ads with Acast. Go to go.acast.com slash ads to find out more. It was like everything would come up and we'd be like, wait a second, do we believe this? No, we don't. Okay. Well, what do we believe? And it was an overwhelming few years of going through that. But I tell you now on this side of it, it's just like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I have been through the hard process of having to strip away everything, decide what I think. And a lot of people fell away. You know, when we would say, okay, we believe this and not that people would fall away. We're going to live this way and not that way. People would fall away. And now I'm to the point where like, okay, look, I survived everything. I'm surrounded by a community now that I have built and, and a family I have chosen who support me and celebrate me. And that's really, it's, it was a hard path to get here, but I'll do it again. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me, I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls and the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected 
to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are? Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey, my beautiful friends, welcome back to the podcast. This week on the Heal blog, don't miss incredible guest blogger, Dr. Heather Brown. Heather's wisdom shines through in this latest blog post titled Three Ways to Stop a Fight. This post is packed with awesome advice on how to navigate high conflict situations effectively. You can find the link to Dr. Heather's post in the show notes. Melissa Lyon West is one of the strongest women you will ever meet. Melissa grew up in a cult run by her father and up until the age of 30, Melissa lived an extremely controlled existence. Nothing in her life was a choice. Everything was part of a long list of rules. Men were in charge. Women were subservient. There was very little contact with the outside world. But a series of events saw Melissa begin to question everything she'd been told to believe from birth. And the turning point came when she decided, I'm not going to lie anymore. I'm not going to lie anymore. And just like every healing journey, that's where Melissa came back to truth. And then she took one small step at a time to find her way out of that life. We pick the story up as Melissa had just decided that after a lifetime of following the rules, she was done. She couldn't be a part of this cult for a single second longer. Through Melissa's story, we find inspiration, hope, and a reminder that even the smallest steps can lead to profound transformation. I told my husband, I was like, I'm done. Like, I cannot live here on the property. I cannot be a part of this. I cannot be a part of this. I have to leave. And I said, if you want help with these children, you need to come with me. And you have never seen a man pack so fast. in his life. <laughs> he had just been left alone for a month. He was like, oh, no, wait for me. <laughs> so that was like the last straw. I, I had been a stay at home mom for 10 years at that point, And I didn't, I liked parts of it, but it was not as fulfilling as I needed. So I was like, I want to, I want to have a career. I applied for a job and I told my husband, I'm like, I'm just going to start applying. It's going to take a long time for me to find a job, but I'm just going to start. First job I applied for two days later, I get a call. We'd like to offer this job. And I was like, what? Wow. So I told my husband, I was like, I want to take this job, but it's across the country. Like literally the other side of the country. And it was in, it was in Utah. And he was like, I don't even know where Utah is. And I was like, well, I'm taking this job. And he was like, well, can we go see the city before we move? And I was like, oh, fine. So we went out there 
fell in love with the city. It's surrounded by mountains and nature. We loved that. We came home on a Tuesday. I accepted the job on a Wednesday. And a week later, we left. I I rented the smallest moving trailer. It was four by eight. And if it didn't fit in there, I sold it. I would just take whole pictures of my house and put it on Facebook Marketplace and be like, if you want it, come tonight. Otherwise, it's going you know, to charity. And we drove out here. So... So from the time I accepted the job to when we were out here was two weeks, it took us a week to drive across the country and didn't have a house, didn't know anybody, not one person. And I like to say that, you know, there are seven of us in the car There were my four kids. There's my husband. And then fear took up a whole seat. Like she was with me every step of the way. But at that point, I was like, look, fear, I know you're trying to keep me safe, right? Because because I don't like I don't think fear should be demonized. I don't think it's something that that we need to overcome or get rid of. Like it tries to keep us safe, right? It really does. Like we're alive. We don't take a step off of a cliff because of fear. But it's when fear tries to keep us from doing what's best that that's really when it's detrimental. So I just think of like, I'm going to put fear in the passenger seat. And we can hold hands and I can say, thank you for trying to take, you know, take care of me, but I'm in charge now. And we drove across the state line, got to Utah. We have a picture of our family there at this, at the like, welcome to Utah sign. And we look happy and we're all smiling. But I remember in that moment, my hands were shaking so badly because I was like, this is it. Like I have crossed a line. I don't know what is on the other side, but there's no going back. Like literally we can't afford to drive back (laughs) and yeah. And it's almost like the first year, every picture that we took, you can see fear with me, but she's walking next to me. She's not driving. Right. And it's like, that's what I want people to know is that when there are things in your life that you know, that need to change, you don't have to wait until you're not afraid. Like I, every day I make choices and I feel the fear, but I just thank her for trying to protect me, put her in the passenger seat and say, we're doing this anyway, because what's the alternative? Yeah. What's the alternative to live in that soul crushing, you know, that feeling all the time. And now I say, you know, I had 30 years stolen from me. 30 years where I had no voice and I had no choice. I'm not going to let fear stop me from doing anything I want. And that's not easy, right? It's not easy, but it's doable. And it's just one small thing at a time, right? It started way back when I said, I'm not going to lie anymore. It didn't start with me selling everything and moving across the country. It started with me saying, I'm not going to lie anymore. And then the next step was like, I'm going to speak up and say what I'm actually feeling. Just like, yeah, one small step at a time. I don't know what your actual question was. I really just started going off. <laughs> no, no, it, that, that was a beautiful answer. It was, it was just, how did you leave? And of course, okay. you know, it's not going to be a one sentence answer. That was, that was incredible. Just going back on that story. How is your sister doing now? Yeah, she is, she's doing okay. She's doing okay. 
because she had cancer yeah so she is still she's still healing and recovering from it but she's she's doing okay yeah yeah but it's interesting what she said you're going to get sick like me I mean you already had Lyme disease I mean all of these things come from that stress that we hold in our body doesn't it that's what surprised me was that when I got out of the group and I started interacting with normal people. I put that in quotes, right? That they struggled with so many of the same things. I was like, wait a second, you're out here. You're allowed to wear pants. You're allowed to go get an education. You're allowed to have a career and you're still living under someone else's expectations. And you're still living in fear. Like what? What? And I quickly realized that even though I have this wild backstory, that the base feelings we all struggle with. Yeah. And especially women under these, these, this patriarchal society, we are told to always be giving of ourselves, right? Like just give and give and give and push your needs and your desires and your wants, just shove those down. And the more you do that, that stays trapped in your body and all that stress and all that anxiety and leads to so much sickness and disease, you know, just I've just seen it from so many people in my group and so many women I interact with. Yeah. When we deny our voice, our desires, our wants, when we just deny ourselves time alone because somebody else needs us, yeah, it just gets trapped in our bodies and it stays there and it makes us sick. Well, that's such an amazing point you make because you were in a cult, but it really it's like a mini version of what everybody else is doing yes. out of choice, really. Not it, not, well, not choice, but it is choice. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like you're asleep to it, right? Yeah. yeah it's an it. unconscious. Yeah. And just going back also, what was your mom and dad's reaction to you leaving? My, my dad didn't really continue a relationship with me. It was very, very strained, very complicated, very strained. Mom did her best. She did her best. She was in an almost impossible situation. So she did stay connected with me and my kids, but it was, there was a lot of strain on our relationship. And from her part, from her perspective, she was so worried that my, her daughter and her, her grandkids were going to end up in hell because Mm -hmm. we weren't living this way. And so it's, it was, we, I kind of set some boundaries and I said, look, I want to have a relationship with you. Here's how I can do it. And she said, yes. Okay. I agree to that. And so she just recently passed away, which is why I'm I'm still a little, (laughs) it's a little raw. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, she passed away in March, which is, you know, just a few months ago. And I hadn't seen her in years since I left left the property. And when I got the call, this I just just kind of tell you how important this whole thing about like saving yourself and taking care of yourself is to me. When I got the call that she was sick, my sister called and she said, Mom's in the hospital. If you want to see her, you need to come now. We didn't know she was sick. And she died two weeks later. But when I got that call, I, it just, it 
totally shocked me. I, I was not expecting it at all. And it, you just can't prepare yourself, even if you are expecting that, right? You can't prepare yourself for that kind of call. And it gutted me. I fell to the ground. I was just sobbing. And my husband came in and I, the first thing I said was, I can't believe I took my kids away from their grandmother. Cause she did. She loved them. She loved us. And he put his hands on my face and he looked me in the eyes and he said, yes, but you saved your life and you gave them a mother. And as painful as that whole process was, by me putting myself first and saving my own life, I saved my kids' lives. I got them out. I have three daughters that would have lived that same reality. And it's, it's, we're taught that it's selfish to put ourselves first, but it's not, it's not, it's vital because when we put ourselves first and we nourish ourselves and we take care of ourselves and that our dreams and all of that magic and, and what we were brought here for just pours out of us and it affects everybody around us. You know, like my kids, they're watching me just fully stand in my power and my purpose. And they're watching me live a fulfilled life. And they are too. They're mimicking me. And so, oh, yeah, <laughs> just got a little carried away there for a second. But no, but like, I love it. I love, love, love it. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's just incredible, isn't it? I'm so sorry to hear about your mom. And, and it is so hard to have not been able to have her in your life. But what you've done is exactly what you said. You've saved yourself, you've saved your children and their children and their children. Yeah. It's changing generational patterns, isn't it? And yeah. that's that's absolutely incredible. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. 
At Acast, we think of podcast advertising as the perfect combination of the authenticity of influencer marketing and the scale and reach of digital ads. Now, we're unlocking the potential of influencer marketing and audio for businesses of all sizes. Using Acast's self-serve ad platform, advertisers can browse and book host-read sponsorships, accessing thousands and thousands of influential voices from our network to create the perfect podcast campaign for your business. Our studies show that host-read sponsorships work wonders, with 62% of listeners making a purchase and 72% visiting an advertiser's website after hearing a host-read ad. Let our podcasters do the talking for you. Head over to go.acast.com slash sponsorships to launch your campaign. So you turned up and, and was that your first job that you'd ever had? So I, I was allowed to get my degree. I went to a fundamentalist college and I had one degree that I was allowed to get and I was allowed to be a teacher. Um, that was the one degree that was offered for women. Okay. And so I had my degree in education and I had taught for a few years in a Christian school before I got married. As soon as I got married, I quit. You know, you have to look back and go, wow, you applied for one job, you get it. It's amazing. It allows you to take off and change your whole life. Like it's just You've got to think that's got to be meant to be, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you look back, you're like, that That couldn't have just happened, right? And I don't do that job anymore. That job was not meant for long term, but it got me out here and it, it got me thinking about what I really wanted to do. And while I was still working there, I went back to school and I I got my certification and became a life coach. And that Oh my goodness. That just, I was like, yes, this is it. Like I almost went back to school for, to to become a therapist because therapy had helped me so much. And I was like, man, like I, maybe I want to do that. But the more I learned about myself, you know, therapy deals so much with the past and your trauma and my personality and my gifts are very forward thinking very much about making plans and, and casting visions and seeing a different future And yeah, the more I learned about myself, I was like, wait, I don't want to deal with the past. I think that's important. Like, yes, go to therapy. But when people are ready to move forward and make a path forward, that's where I come in. And I love it. I love it. And so, yeah, just looking back and seeing how one thing led to the other, it couldn't have happened any other way. Absolutely. And so how weird was it to live in the the big wide world? I just kind of think like, were you looking around going, wow, what was strange or what was amazing? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Everything was both amazing and scary. It was amazing to have options and to be able to choose and decide, but that was also very scary. When you're in a group like this, you're, you know the right and wrong for everything. You have the right answer for everything. So you don't have to wonder. But once you get out into the regular world and you think for yourself, there are no right and wrong, right? There are just choices and consequences. And that was really, really like overwhelming, I guess. And then all of our beliefs had to be put on the table and be like, okay, do we actually believe this? I remember one of my coworkers was gay and she was getting married. And I was like, wait, can we, oh my goodness, we can go to her, we can go to her wedding. Like we can celebrate this we can, you know, because 
it was like everything would come up and we'd be like, wait a second, do we believe this? No, we don't. Okay. Well, what do we believe? And it was over, it was an overwhelming few years of going through that. But I tell you now on this side of it, it's just like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I have been through the hard process of having to strip away everything, decide what I think. And a lot of people fell away. Hmm. You know, when we would say, okay, we believe this and not that people would fall away. We're going to live this way and not that way. People would fall away. And now I'm to the point where like, okay, look, I survived everything. I'm surrounded by a community now that I have built and, and a family I have chosen who support me and celebrate me. And that's really, it's, it was a hard path to get here, but I'll do it again. Yeah. That's beautiful. And like you said, it was 30 years of your life. Was there anger? Was there grief? What, what were those sort of emotions when you realized that? Yeah. I would not say that there was anger and grief. I would say there is, Mm -hmm. and it comes in waves. Sometimes I feel really grounded and I, I feel like, oh, I have moved past and I am, you know, next level glitter and sparkles. And then a memory will come up or a new thing will, will surface. And I have to feel all those same emotions again. And at first I hated that because I wanted to be love, joy, peace, all like happy and just good emotions. And I have learned that as we deal with things, you know, deeper things can come up and to love and have fierce compassion for myself as I'm feeling those, you know, if something happens to my child, that is an injustice, they're allowed to get mad and be angry and cry and scream and then look for, you know, a way forward. And so I try to think about myself that way too, when new things come up, when I maybe lose connection with another person, because a new part of me, you know, has, you know, if I, if I say something, I, I recently came out as bisexual and I, I lost a lot of people in my life and well, not a lot, but that's up. And I, I just say, I just try to think of those hurt feelings as more of my younger self and a child. And I try to just give myself love and compassion. Like I would want my mom to, right. Mm. And because we're always going to feel that, right? Like maybe, you know, maybe not from our past, but we're always going to have these feelings. And so, yeah, there was, it, it has definitely mellowed out. I should say I have, I have, you know, I've gotten a lot of help and I've gone through a lot of therapy and I've dealt with a lot and I have made peace with a lot, but yeah, I, I did have, I was so angry at everybody in my life everybody who had taken part of the teaching and the abuse. And yeah, now I think I've gotten to the point where when new things come up, I'm okay with the anger. Whereas before I almost felt shame for the anger. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, anger is just an emotion and it can be felt. Emotions aren't good or bad. Yeah. They're just, they just need to be felt. That's a beautiful realization because I was always shamed for being angry as a kid. And it's really only in recent years that I've heard that actually 
you don't have to feel shame for being angry. But I, I always thought yeah. that was part of life. Oh, you're a bad person if you feel anger or if you show anger. So it's a lovely thing to understand, I think. Coming from everything that's happened to you, what what is your advice for people who do want to move forward? How do you how do you make changes? How do you do things when you've relied on somebody else telling you what to do? How do you change that? Yeah. Most people don't have to burn their entire lives to the ground like I did, right? So that's that's first of all just knowing that you don't have to make huge sweeping changes can take some of the pressure off. But for me it was so vital to have somebody walk beside me. That woman who came into my life, she changed everything. I don't think I could have done it without her. And I often say I borrowed people's courage when I didn't feel like I had it on my own. And so I think finding somebody who understands where you want to go and will support you, even like for me, it was that private Facebook group where nobody knew me and I didn't have to pretend. It could be something like that. It could be, yeah, I mean, it could be therapy. It could be coaching. It could be like just somebody on your side who can walk with you because it's, it is not only is it scary to make change, it's hard to, to rework your brain's pathways, right. And, and change your life and having somebody. Yeah. That's my biggest, that's my biggest tip. I would say is just have somebody who can walk with you. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week. Hello, listener. This is Chris and Rosie Ramsey here, hosts of the Shagged Married Annoyed podcast. Now, we've been podcasting for a few years now, four years, years four, said, going on five. On five yeah. yeah, We absolutely love it. We really, really do. Not do. only, it gives us a chance to have a proper conversation without the kids, mm-hmm. stops we're looking at the phone all day. Outside of this podcast, most of our lives is kids and looking at our phones. So yes, this is this is us living our best part of our lives. Yeah, we've had so much fun doing it. We've built a lovely community with you guys listening right now as well. We have indeed. Now, if you ever thought about starting your own podcast, we cannot recommend it enough. And the perfect place to start yours is with Acast. Acast have got it all. One-click sharing to all listening apps, market-leading insights and monetization through advertising, lucrative, lucrative sponsorships, <laughs> and subscriptions. Start or switch your podcast to Acast to join the same network as us and 92,000 more shows that love Acast as well. 92,000. Mm-hmm. Join Acast with a three-month free trial using the code SMA, that's S-M-A. Just visit go.acast.com slash join. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.